Are you ready? The quality code. Welcome to the Quality Code Podcast. I am your host, Talisha Raglan, and I'm so glad you're here. So this is going to be a very interesting episode, and you will soon figure out why. (laughs) But it's honestly one of my favorite topics is talking about friendships. However, we are going to be talking about the other end of the spectrum when it comes to friendships because the title of this episode is called Grieving Friendships. And it's so funny because I have been talking about friendships with so many people that it only made sense. Like it only made sense for me to talk about this on the next episode of my podcast. I have been talking with my clients about friendships, just different types of friendship situations that they may be going through. Currently, I have been talking to some of my friends with some, you know, situations that they've been going through currently with some of their friends. And this is just an awaited episode. So I am going to talk about what grieving friendships mean. I'm also going to be talking about, you know, some of my experiences with grieving friendships. I'm going to be talking about different types of friends, you know, obviously not all types will literally be here all day. Okay. But I will be talking about different types of friends that I have encountered and maybe some, you know, just similar, more popular personality types of friends. I'm going to be talking about how to identify a good friend, bad friend, the grieving of it all, what that feels like. And then, you know, I'm just going to talk about the conclusion, which I'm not going to tell you guys about because obviously you need to just tune into the end of this episode to figure out what I'm talking about. Okay. Let's get into the definition because you know that I am a stats type of chick. Okay. Look, grieving friendships. First, let's just start off by saying, if you've never lost a friend, keep living, (laughs) keep living because if you've never lost your best friend or a very close friend of yours. And by lost, I want you guys to understand, I don't mean actually passed away. I'm talking about they are still living shopping at Trader Joe's like yesterday. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about people who actually passed away. I'm talking about people who are healthy and just living away. And this person used to be a very close person in your life or your best friend. And you guys have absolutely no type of communication at all. That's what I'm talking about when it comes to grieving friendships, okay? So let's talk about grief, okay? Grieving someone, what does that mean? Uh, Grieving can feel like sadness. It can feel like being angry, disappointed, content. Like, okay, they're not my friend anymore, but okay. Like, I, I think I'm okay about it, you know, content. And then a week later, angry again, (laughs) angry again, and you go through all of these different cycles with grieving a friendship. And also too, just want to let you guys know that although I am talking about specifically friendships, this can 
for sure be applied to relationships, okay? And I know that they broke your heart, okay? And you know what that feels like? Well, that can also feel the same way when you lose a friend, someone who's close to you, someone who you thought was going to be there for you until the end and they hurt you, they disappoint you, or just whatever the situation is that you were not expecting. And here we are. Okay, that is the definition of grieving, okay? Four minutes in, okay? We got the definition out, okay? Let's go to the next subject. Let's talk about letting go. Letting go is okay. Oftentimes, you know, and when I say we, I am definitely not talking about me. These are y'all's problems, not mine, because I ain't got no problem with letting go, okay? <laughs> Good night, cut, <laughs> all right? We, y'all, no, let me, let me be for real, okay? Y'all have problems with letting go. <laughs> y'all have problems with letting go. And oftentimes people say, you know, I have so much history with this person. You know, this person is my best friend. You know, surely they wouldn't hurt me or they already hurt you, right? Or they already hurt you several times. And then you're just like, okay, well, yeah, they hurt me, but surely they didn't mean it, right? Like, like, come on, this person is my best friend. How could this person hurt me? There's absolutely no way that this person hurt me. Like, whatever. You see the signs, you see it, and you ignore it because this person is a very close person to you and your life. And you just are blind to the truth. That's what it is. You're, you're just blind. You're closing your eyes to them treating you like crap, basically. And that is a point where it can be very toxic and you need to let go. And so there, there are different types of situations where letting go is necessary. So the first situation is a situation that I just talked about. They blatantly disrespect you. They blatantly do not care about your time. They blatantly don't make your priority. That is a very clear, a very clear reason why you should let go, right? Well, what about when you get to different transitions in life and different stages in life and this person no longer has any value in your life, for example? So... I am going to give you guys an example, a very good example. That's a real example. If some of you don't know, and this is your first episode listening to the Quality Code podcast, why? Why haven't you listened to any of my other episodes? I mean, it's just not making sense. But I will allow you to keep listening to this one episode, but you have to promise me, like, for real, promise me that you're going to go back and listen to my other episodes, okay? Okay. So look. Here is honestly my situation. <laughs> okay. If you're if you are new here, I have been married for a few years and I am a new mom. I have been a mom for about hmm, about 16 months, going on 17 months. And I know you're saying, like, wow, are you for real? I used to be so annoyed at moms who say, yeah, you know, my son is 17 months and two weeks and one hour and 25 minutes old. <laughs> like why, why though? But here, let's, here's the thing, hear me out, hear me out. Although it's a little sketchy and it sounds a little obsessive and absurd, 
my daughter has a lot of appointments. She has a lot of doctor's appointments. She has dentist appointments. So it's just easier for me, you know, like she has so, there are just so many different shot appointments that your kids have to have. You know, they, they get shots when they're dang near newborns, right? And then they get shots at like, I don't know, don't quote me, six months, then it's 12 months. And it's like freaking 15 months. Like she just got her 15 months shots last month, right? But then again, like she has to get shots again at 18 months. And then it's like more shots at like, what, 24 months? It just never ends. It never ends. And, you know, it just helps me keep up with my life and my calendar. If I just say, okay, she, my daughter just turned 15 months. So, okay, she has to get shots again at 18 months. So whatever. Listen, I really don't have to explain myself to you guys. Just know that she is almost 17 months, two weeks, three hours, and six minutes old. Period. I'm not, I'm not going to like explain nothing else to y'all. Okay. <laughs> okay. Be for real. And back to what we were talking about. Wow. We can just really bear off there. Okay. So I'm a mom. I'm a new mom. I am. I'd like to say I am a new wife. And honestly, when do you not say that you're a new wife after you get married? Is it like 10 years? I feel like 10 years. Okay. You should at least have the swing of things, right? Anyways. Okay. I'm a new mom and I'm a new wife. <clears throat> And through these very interesting transitions, oh, forgot to say, I am also not living in the United States of America. I live out of the country, okay? So all of my friends and family live in America. I no longer live in America. (laughs) So that is another big transition, right? Especially when it comes to friends and when it comes to friendships, because essentially you have to just work a little bit harder to maintain the friendships because I'm not here to go out for brunch, I'm not here for a nail day. I'm not here to go running at the park. I am thousands and thousands and thousands of miles away, okay? So during all of these very serious, interesting transitions during my life, friends are falling off by the wayside, okay? You gotta go, you gotta go, you gotta go, you gotta go. You gotta go. Like, I, where are, you know, they're almost gone, okay? <laughs> not for real. I, I have, there, there have been some friends to fall by the wayside and that's okay, but not even during these stages of my life, honestly, you know, back in school and college and high school, it's just been so many different phases in my life where I have thought that people were going to be in my life forever and they are not. And what I will say about this current stage of my life is that when you become a mom And, you know, it's also when you be, when you're married, right? Listen, this is going to be a whole nother episode. When you are doing marriage right, (laughs) when you're actually doing it right, you are not really hanging out with your friends as much as you were when you were single or as much as you were when you were dating, right? Because you have a whole nother person who is your priority now. Let's not even mention when you actually have a child. Oh, and yeah, let's not even mention when you have multiple children, okay? I just have one right now, okay? Struggling. I just have one. I can't even imagine having multiples and still trying to juggle everything, but that's beside the point. Let's just talk about my one, okay? So look, people who are not married and more importantly, people who don't have children and you have children, you have a different life from these people, your friends, okay? If you have friends that do not have these things and and you do, you have a totally different life from them. 
And it doesn't necessarily mean that one life is greater than the other. That has nothing to do with it. It's just you have different priorities. And whereas my friend that doesn't have kids can just say, hey, girl, let's go on a trip next month. Well, I probably can't necessarily do that or I probably have to plan a lot more than that my friend because I have a child. I have a job. I Not only do I have a job, right? I have my own business. My own business is running. I have clients who rely on me, who have already booked their appointments for next month. And you're over here talking about let's just on a whim go out to Cancun. I mean, girl, <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, so priorities are different. And some of your friends, if you are married or have kids or vice versa, some of your friends do not know how to accept that. Uh, some friends don't understand the value of time management skills. So for example, I'm a mom, right? I have quite a few mom friends who I'm so grateful for. If you are one of my mom friends, I genuinely love you. I love you even more for listening to my episode on this podcast, but thank you so much for your support by just being my friend who is a mom because the support group of mom friends is truly unmatched. It's nothing like it. It's the best gang in the world. I mean, truly, I'm happy I'm gang. Okay. Like I'm happy I'm here. Okay. I, I just really love it here. Okay. Love the community. Love it here. Okay. So back to back. <laughs> if I'm going to give you guys an example, I am for the most part on time for events, right? You invite me somewhere I'm going to be on time. If I'm not on time, the most I'm going to be is five minutes late, but I promise it's really not to be disrespectful, right? Okay. If I invite another one of my friends who is a mom out to dinner or out to, it's never going to be dinner, okay? Maybe to brunch, right? I am going to show up on time just out of respect for my friend because, or I'm going to let that person know. I'm going to let my friend know like, hey, you know, girl, this came up, this came up, whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm going to be so on time or or if if, for example, if my friend asks me, you know, hey, I need you to be there for me to, I don't know, set up an event for her daughter's or her son's birthday party, or maybe an event for church or just something. Just I just need you to help me set up or take down or whatever. I am going to be there 1000% on time doing what I need to do, doing what my friend asked me to do. Very supportive, right? Because that's just how I do, Okay. I'm truly the most loyal out there. You're just really not going to find another. And I'm going to give myself a pat on the back and I'm going to boast about myself because that is how much I value friendships and relationships. And if it's one thing or another, okay, you can count on Talisha. Talisha's going to answer her phone, okay? I respond back to text messages promptly. No jabs at people who take seven to 12 business days to respond back to a text. No jab at y'all by all means. However... I just make sure that I am, regardless of me having a family, I make sure that I'm very present in my relationships and my friendships because it's important to me. And I expect that same treatment. However, I am going to show up because I know that for me being a mom, I know how tiring it is being a mom. And since I have mom friends, I know how tired they are, especially if they have multiple children. So 
I'm going to respect time management. I'm going to truly be there for them because I know they are just tired from being a mom. Not even tired from working, not even tired from doing freaking dinner all the time, not even tired from just the wifely duties, but they're more importantly, just really tired from being a mom. So I'm going to make sure as a friend that I'm truly there for them, right? Well, let's just say your friends who don't have kids don't understand that. They don't. Even the ones who still respect your time, still respect and, and, and really be there for you, truly. Although they still do that, they still don't understand because they don't have a kid. And, you know, maybe to them being 30 minutes late is not a big deal. But to you, it is a big deal because your kid was sick last night or your child or your husband was tripping last night. You feel me, okay? Or your kid is going through something right now in school or your kid had a project last night. So you had to be up till 1, 2 a.m. helping your child. Well, the friend who was late or didn't show up don't understand that because they don't have kids, right? So what does this mean? You know, if this friend of yours is repeatedly doing this and not truly being there for you, well, maybe it's time to let it go. Maybe you have a friend who doesn't have the same lifestyle as you lifestyle as you, and they are jealous of you. And I'm going to flip the script on you guys. I'm truly going to make an example that you don't think I'm going to make. What if your friend, what if your friend is single and you are married with kids and your friend gets to travel whenever they want your friend gets to be super spontaneous because they don't really have a lot of responsibilities besides themselves. But you do. You can't just get up and say, hey, girl, let's go here. Or, hey, it's 9.30 p.m. Let's go out to dinner together, right? So you're jealous of them. One of my favorite podcasts, you know, I uh, actually probably should, I don't know, could I link it here? I, I mean, it's just support. <laughs> um my number one favorite podcast that I actually listen to is called We Can Do Hard Things. It's by Glennon Dole and she's stunning, stunning, okay? And it's my favorite podcast because it's the most transparent podcast besides myself, <laughs> besides my home podcast. And I love it because I truly support full transparency and I love when people tell it how it is because why wouldn't I do that? Why would I not tell it how it is? And obviously my podcast is very new, so I haven't really got a chance to truly be 1000% transparent in all of my, like my whole podcast. Cause I only have a few episodes, right? I don't even think I'm on episode eight yet. So obviously I'm really telling it how it is in every episode, but there's so much more that I want to tell you guys. So, you know, we getting there, we getting there. Okay. Anyways, back to, we can do hard things podcast, you know, one of her episodes was talking about how to keep and maintain friendships. And it was such a good podcast because I learned so much about friendships and about what are some things that don't seem toxic, but they actually are. And just how to be a good friend in general. It was really great. And one thing that stuck out to me on that episode was that, you know, she has a lot of psychologists that be on her stuff, you know, I love it. And one of the psychologists said that it's okay to be totally transparent in your friendships obviously in your relationships too but more importantly your friendships because she said it's okay to tell your friends that you know you may be jealous of them like you may be jealous of their life right now and although I feel as though people would never ever do that 
But the psychologist said that it's per- perfectly fine to do that because you are just being very transparent. You can still say, hey, I love you as a friend, but I am truly just jealous and I just need a second. I just need a minute or I just need a break. And I found that very interesting because I don't really know how I would take it if I had a friend who blatantly told me like, hey, I'm jealous of you. Like, I obviously wouldn't be mad, um, you know, but I would, you know, just kind of, I guess you can't try to make someone not jealous of you if they're already jealous of you. They're already kind of told you they're jealous of you. However, I would probably ask them, ask my friend more questions and just really figure out the nitty gritty of why and tell them you really shouldn't be, honestly, because I'm a strong believer that wherever you are in life, and I'm talking to my pod, my other, you know, my people who are listening to me right now, talking to you guys, wherever you are in life, you're supposed to be there. Now, I know that people are going to tell me that that's not true and that's not correct. But again, this is my opinion. It's my podcast. I do what I want. Okay. Look, I believe that all of us, we are currently in our lives and this is exactly where we're supposed to be. If you're not religious, I don't know what else to tell you. I'm religious and I believe in God, okay? And I believe that God puts us exactly where we're supposed to be. I feel like there are no mistakes. God has created all of us, okay? He's created us on purpose and he knows exactly when we are born, when we're gonna die. He knows everything. And I'm saying he, God is really not a he. It's really like, you know, obviously a higher power, obviously, but you guys know what I'm talking about, okay? But we are exactly where we're supposed to be. And we should not be jealous of anyone because first of all, you don't know what it's really like. You're over here being jealous of somebody else's marriage because you're single, blah, blah, blah. Or you're over here being jealous of someone who is single and you're married and you have kids and you're just like, oh, they just live like such free lives and I want to be free. Well, no one held a gun to your head and told you to get married. I mean, like, let's all take accountability. You know what I mean? Like, but for real, let's all take accountability and let's not be jealous of other people because we don't know what they have people want to say all the time you know and I'm just bringing marriage and whatever in this because obviously we're talking about relationships talking about friendship this episode I mean what else I got to compare it to okay (laughs) you know just 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 don't be jealous of people don't want what people have on social media social media isn't real social media is fake do not pay attention to all the smiles and the hugs and the kissy faces and the cuddling on Instagram and all the content creators who are relationship and marriage content creators and every single freaking picture is smiling and laughing and yada, yada, yada. like it's a lot. I, okay. So I don't want you guys to get it confused when you're trying to compare your lives to other people, which that is not even the freaking episode situation here so like why are we even talking about that (laughs) okay next anywho what I was saying was that transitions happen and through different transitions over your life people and friends fall off and you grieve those friendships and it makes you feel like crap you're angry you're sad you seem like you're content but sometimes it just goes over and I have truly had my fair share of friends I've had my fair share of friendships. I've had friends who were jealous of me. I've had friends who, um, I've had friends where, you know, I was friends with family members and they chose their family members over me. doesn't matter. Right is right. Wrong is wrong. That was not a situation there. It was just pretty much so, Hey, I'm going to just, I'm just going to ride it with my family member, even though they may be wrong and forget you. Right. So I've had my friends, I've had friendships where I've 
which I've had quite a few of these, which is, I, I think it's the worst type of friendships where you have friends who you talk to them literally on a daily or weekly basis. And then they go ghost on you for like months or like a year. Like I've genuinely had a friend where I would talk to this person every single day. And then months later, they just went ghost for like a year, a year and a half, stop answering my calls, stop answering my text messages and everything. And I think that that is the most toxic type of friend. And however, what I will say is that people who do that are struggling mentally, okay? It is not our jobs to try to fix those people. It is only our jobs to be there for them and support them. However, I and you listening do not deserve to have friends like that because especially if you're actually a good person and you're a really good friend, you don't deserve for someone to just peek in your life whenever they feel like it, right? regardless of what they're going through and then peek back out. We just don't deserve that as people. We need, we deserve to be loved. We deserve to be cared for in a friendship. We deserve to be supported in a friendship. And that's just not healthy. It's not healthy for you. I strongly, I, I've had like three friends to do this truly. Uh, when I was really, really young and then years ago. And honestly, I used to have nightmares for this person. Like they truly just went off the grid. We'll go to their house, don't answer the phone, don't answer the calls, don't answer the door, just ghost. And I used to have nightmares that this person would be suicidal or that somebody would kill them or they would kill someone else. Like I used to wake up truly in tears. I used to have nightmares because I would be so concerned about this person's well-being and they're just gone. And years later, this person reached out to me and was so sorry, so apologetic. Like, I'm so sorry. I have a pattern. I know I need help. And I truly empathized with that person. And then they did it again. And the same thing happened with another best friend of mine. Very, very, was literally my best friend in childhood. Same thing happened, reconnected and went ghost again. And it was truly like that, those few relationships I think are the worst when you deal with friends like that because you care about them, you wanna know their well-being. However, people choose to talk to who they wanna talk to and people make their own decisions. And you know, I had a friend where the person just cut me off and they talked to everyone else. We have mutual friends that talk to everybody else but would not talk to me. We did not end on bad terms. We literally, the person stayed at my house. Like we, like nothing was wrong, at least what I thought. And then they just ghosted me. Never heard from them again. Still active on social media. It's truly just disrespectful, but you know what? I, I look at it as a sign that God has truly blocked that friendship from me because he knows, God knows that that friendship is not right. I want to let you guys know that please listen to your first instinct when it comes to your friendships. Again, this also goes with your relationships, but please listen to your first instinct. If you feel like someone is being shady, they are. If you feel like someone is a liar, they are. If you feel like someone just goes ghost on you and, and truly is struggling with mental health, they are. Get the help. Try to help them as much as you can. However, you don't deserve to be dragged through the mud through a friendship. That's not what a friendship is. It's just not. I'm sorry. I know you've been knowing this person your whole life. I know this is probably your best friend. I know you're probably, you know, you probably want this person to walk you down the aisle. I understand all of these things. Again, I'm telling you guys, I've had a lot of friends and it's just not worth it for your own sanity. You can't control people. You can't make people do anything. So 
you know, those are just some of the type of friendships that I've had. And, you know, you grieve those friendships because imagine having a best friend ever since you were like nine, 10 years old. And you guys talked about your future together. You talked about getting married one day, having babies one day together, having play dates with each other, talking about your careers, you know, how you're going to get rich together, all kind of mess. You know what I mean? And then you're no longer friends with this person. And then you still see them because social media is a real thing, right? So you see, you still see this person and, you know, now one is getting married or one just had a kid or one just pursued their dream job. And it's like, wow, we talked about these things that we wanted to encounter when we were little. And like now we are actually doing the things that we talked about that we were supposed to be doing together, but now we're doing it separately. And that's hurtful. And one thing with me is, I have always struggled with vulnerability and I've always struggled with showing my emotions, childhood trauma. Don't talk about it. We're going to talk about it later in another episode. Okay. And it's very hard. It's not as hard now, right? Therapy. Thank you. But some years ago, it's very hard for me to really tune into my vulnerability and express to people, you know, my emotions. I'm more of a, hey, you hurt me. That was so messed up, right? So yeah, now I'm going to cut you off. So before I used to cut people off and not tell them why, through therapy, my therapist told me that if you are going to cut someone off, depending on how close you are, you can either let it fizzle out or you can tell people where you got me messed up at. You feel me? Okay. (laughs) So now I do the courtesy, the common courtesy, not that they deserve it, but I do the common courtesy to let them know, Hey, I was, I was disappointed in you or, Hey, this is, this is not right. So listen, I'm going to take a step back or just say, Hey, I'm disappointed in your behavior, yada, yada, yada. And then you just fall back and then they'll get the message. Okay. They usually, they usually get the message. And that's pretty much where I was at, you know, just vulnerability is hard. It was just hard to forgive people. And I know other people struggle with that. And I know I'm not the only person and I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm the only person who struggle with showing day emotions. <laughs> Grieving is okay. Being sad is okay. Having high expectations for someone who disappoint you because they're simply human is okay. Feeling and sitting in your emotions are okay. It's okay to show emotions and say, hey, I'm really sad right now because I'm no longer friends with this person. It is okay to say, hey, I'm really, really 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 (laughs) angry at this person because I thought that this was going to be my friend forever I thought that this person was going to be a part of my bachelorette party like I thought this person was going to be my maid of honor I thought this person was going to be my bridesmaid in my wedding. I thought that this person was going to be the godmother of my child, my children. I thought that this person was literally going to be with me until the end of time. And then you realize that they're not. They're just not. And I've gone through each and every emotion when it comes to the grieving stages with some of my friendships that have not lasted and 
boy, we had a time last night, okay? Because it's been depressing, okay? <laughs> However, on the other side of it is that I'm actually grateful for those failed friendships because it's taught me so much about myself. It's taught me so much about them. And guess what it also taught me? It taught me I don't want to have screwed up friends like them. You know what I mean? Like, now listen, if you're a person and you can't keep a friend because you're just a bad person, I'm not talking about you right now. I'm actually talking about the people who are very loyal friends, who are actually good friends, you know, for starters. And the other party just truly just screwed them over. That's what I'm talking about. And once you start gaining new friends along the way, who are very loyal to you and would never intentionally hurt you, or if they do hurt you, they truly take accountability and they apologize. It's like, wow, wow. This is what friendship is supposed to feel like. This is what true friendship is supposed to feel like. And it truly is just a rejuvenating experience when you truly realize that, wow, wow, wow. This person is, this person is exactly, is in my life at this exact time for this exact reason. And it, it really is a great experience when someone is truly loyal to you down to the bone, you know, just like how you are from, for them. And that's how friendship is supposed to be. Friendship is not supposed to be a toxic environment. Friendship is not supposed to consist of jealousy and gossiping and backstabbing. That's not what true healthy friendship is supposed to be about. And, you know, I did have, (laughs) I did have a friend where she was the only friend that could truly just get under my skin. Now, let me tell you guys, usually again, and she was, she was one of my best friends. So again, this is somebody who I gave her a chance after chance and even more chances and she ruined it every time, right? But I continue to forgive her. And, you know, you can forgive someone and still not allow them to be close to you anymore, right? But I forgave her and I still allow her to be close to me. And she failed me every single freaking time. And I would be mad at her. And it takes a lot to truly get me angry. Now, listen, I talk loud by default. <laughs> I am a yeller, okay? No, I talk loud. default and I'm not a quiet person and I'm also a very passionate person about a lot of different things and I'm very passionate about myself because you know I value my time I I you know I allow I request that people respect me and my time and my existence in general and when I don't receive that I'm pissed off okay because why do you feel like you can disrespect me? Because it's never going to happen. And this one friend used to truly make me angry to the point I remember, I don't even know. I think I was in middle school. I don't even know. My mom could tell you. And I was cussing this chick out. Like, truly. Like, girl, you got me. You really got me messed up. Like, for real. That's, That's the PG version. And... She just made me so angry because she would just be doing dumb stuff. And it's just like, girl, what do you have brain cells for? Because you don't use them, right? 
And then it's just like somehow, like with all of her bad decision making, I'll just be like in the mix, just in the mix. Like, oh, like how is Talisha in the mix? She's not, it's not even about her. How is she always in the mix of this person's bad decision making? I just truly got tired of being in that, like grow up. Like, and it continued through adulthood. I'm just like, you know what, Talisha, enough is enough. Why are you friends with this person? Why? What does this, what, is this person adding value? And y'all it's it's just it's just toxic it shouldn't your friend should not make you want to choke them like that that was the point at it for me like girl come see me out in the streets at this point because that's how mad you're making me and i just don't like for people to even make me that mad because i'm even really not even at that that type of chick to truly get there but we can really get hood if you want like it's really not a thing like it's still in me okay like don't push me, okay? So it's like, I don't even want a friend like that. Why? Why would I want a friend that makes me want to fight them? It just doesn't make sense, right? And you know what? <laughs> My therapist a few months ago told me, because I spoke to, spoke to her about friendships, you know, and just the different transitions, and you know, blah, 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 blah. She told me something that changed my life. She said, Talisha... You know, I told her about all my friends currently, told her about past situations and stuff. And she said, you know, you want to make sure that your close friends are equally yoked with you. And truth be told, most people think about the words equally yoked and they tie it to a relationship, right? Like an actual romantic relationship. However, it can truly coincide with a friendship. Let me tell you what that means. For some of you guys who don't know what equally yoked means, let me tell you. Equally yoked means, for example, I am someone who is loyal. I'm someone who truly believes from right is wrong. I am someone who takes up for people. I am someone who consists of no fear. I don't like to see people and others getting treated poorly. I will speak up on their behalf. You don't even have to ask me. That's just something I'm naturally going to do. I am someone who is very consistent. I am devoted. I like to get money. I'm an entrepreneur. I like to talk and hang around people who also get money. I like to talk and surround myself around people who have positive outlets. So instead of you know, getting high all the time or getting drunk all the time or partying all the time or, you know, just doing all of these habits that truly aren't going to get you anywhere, right? I rather talk to people who have positive outlets. So instead, if they're going through something in life, if they're going through depression, they're, they're doing something positive. I like to hang around people who truly add some type of value in your life. And my therapist told me, hey, with such and such, right? Just like whatever friend, they, my therapist asked me, okay, Talisha, do, she said, okay, does, does this friend do this? And I was like, yeah, they were like, my therapist was like, okay, well, do you do this? And I'm like, no. And my therapist, there was a pattern here. My therapist was just like, okay, you guys are not equally yoked because you don't do the same things and you don't think the same way. And you have to remotely think the same way a little bit, right? To be equally yoked with someone. Because if you think about in a romantic relationship, if you're equally yoked with somebody, you're pretty much thinking almost the same, right? You pretty much have the same maybe religious views. You may have the same um, disciplinary action ways, maybe perhaps, you know, 
maybe just you're just equally yoked you have a lot in common and my therapist told me that if you don't really have a lot in common with certain friends and it's beginning to have a negative impact on your life you need to let them go you're not equally yoked with that person and that was truly outstanding for me i i have never and will never forget that my therapist told me that because you need to be equally yoked with your friends it is not all about romantic relationships that you need to worry about being equally yoked it is your friendships and I was truly just talking to my mom about this all the time because my mom was just like Talisha you for the most part only have friends like you and I'm like yeah right what's your point (laughs) like I know that already and she's like well why don't you like do this like because my mom she's free and she just thinks that she just thinks that, you know, you have friends that do certain things. And I'm like, no, <laughs> like I need all my friends to do the same thing. I No. She's like, you have friends who are fun that you have friends who you can tell a little bit about, but you can't really tell that much to. And I'm like, no, like, I, I don't want to have friends like that. I don't want to have to freaking remember, which I can't anyways, remember anything from freaking having a baby and losing all my freaking brain cells. I already cannot remember what to wear or what I ate five minutes ago, let alone trying to freaking dissect which friend I can do what with. I cannot. If you are not a loyal person, if you do not respect my time, if you don't respect my life, my current life, if you don't respect my business principles, if you don't just respect me, period, you got to go. I don't have the patience, one, to sit here and just say, oh, I just have a friend because, you know, I just need friends around because, you know, I'm just lonely. I just want to have a body here just to hang out with and watch a freaking movie because I don't know how to freaking spend a long time with myself. I'm not that girl. Maybe y'all are. Maybe I am not that person. I truly rather be alone. If that means that I'm going to be in a very safe place, I know that I will not hurt myself. I know that I will not tell any of my secrets. I know that I have some confidentiality up in this mother freaker. I freaking know and trust myself. So if that means I can't have friends, then so be it. Okay. Like, and I know like clearly my mom is probably like, okay, girl, didn't have to go that deep. Okay. <laughs> but no, seriously, I cannot freaking sit here and decipher which friend can, you know, can be for this reason. No, I need all of my friends to be loyal to me. I need all of my friends to be there when I ask them, honey, I don't ask for much. Okay. The one time that I actually be there for me, you're not, have you lost your ever given mind? Get out, get out. I am not accepting the minimalistic, poor behavior. I am not because I give quality in my friendship and I I expect the same treatment. And if I'm not getting that, you have to go. There is no questions asked about it. Get out of here because why do I need you here? If I have a friend that all they do is just vent to me about their problems and I can't even freaking get a word in because you just suck so bad and your life just sucks so bad. You just always have to say it and I can't even freaking tell you how bad my freaking life sucks because you're always talking about your life. Like, give me a freaking break, dude, please, please, like, please. Like, why? Every time I talk to you, you're just complaining. Nothing, there's nothing else but complaints. You're not adding value to my life. You're not adding value to this friendship. So that means you have to go. You have to go. I love you dearly, but you got to get up out of here. You got to go home, but you got to get up out of here. So look, 
I have now accepted the fact that I have emotions. Oh, wow. It's 2023. Yes, at least you have emotions. It's okay to show them, right? And I accept the fact that some friendships of mine are just gone. And that is the reality of it. Yes, some, you know, I truly didn't see it. And, you know, it is what it is. Because at this point now, the friends that I I no longer have, I just think, okay, right now, my current stage of life right now, you know, would it have even lasted this long? You know, like, would it? What it? I don't know because I'm not the same person that I was when I was 15. I'm not the same person that I was when I was 18. I'm not the same person I was when I was nine. That best friend, you know, when I was when I had that I had at nine years old. I'm not that same girl anymore. I'm a grown woman. Like I'm actually a grown grown woman, and I don't think the same. I've been through a lot more things back, you know, now than then, and I see life differently. I see situations differently. So. I just think to myself, even if I was still friends with these people, would it even have lasted? Because I don't like, I don't haven't talked to them. So I have no idea what their thought patterns are. And it's like, would they even align with mine? Just like my therapist was saying, like, would we even be equally yoked? You know, I don't know. We'll never know because I'm never going to be friends with those people again. So I guess we'll never know. Well, look, I had to share a inky bit of my experiences with friends and friendships and how I grieve them. And, and, you know, how I got over them was just truly just, Hey, if you have to get a therapist, do what you got to do. But just deciding that that was supposed to happen. You know, I'm not beating myself up over that. And, you know, all the reminiscing, like it was great moments. And I truly do stick with my emotions and I, I sit in my emotions now and, It's okay to still be happy and enjoy to, and just enjoy reminiscing about your past moments with that person and smiling and just saying, wow, we had good times and letting it be what it be. You know, I'm very much at peace with, you know, those friendships that I had because they taught me so much about myself and I've learned so much from that. And that those relationships and those friendships truly shaped me to become the woman I am and to become the friend that I am. Because there was truly a time back in my little day, I was really cutthroat. I don't, even if you apologize to me, what is that? Why would you have to do something to me to make you have to apologize to me right now? And I didn't give anybody grace back then. So I am truly sorry that. Some friendships, I, we could have resolved it and we could have possibly possibly have been friends now, maybe, if that's what was supposed to happen. But back then, I just didn't have grace with anybody. And I just felt like if you just looked like you wasn't going to be loyal to me, good night. Because why? Why would anyone have to apologize? If you just do right, why you got to apologize? I don't understand. We're 15. It ain't like we're going through all this crap. You know what I'm saying? But now, honestly, I do have more grace with people and I do recognize that we are all very much so imperfect people. And sometimes things just get a little misconstrued and with apologies and, you know, change behavior, there can be an outlet for you to possibly reconnect those friendships based off of the situation, right? That's something that I learned now that I didn't know back then. And again, I had to go through failed friendships to be able to shape me to be a better friend myself and to handle situations differently as an adult. So that is my truth. (laughs) 
that that is my truth and what i will say is with grieving comes newness and you should really just because one friend has disappointed you or upset you that doesn't mean that every single new friend that you make is going to do the same thing you cannot put your friends all in the same box because they have not all done the same things and they're not all the same people they do not all have the same personality traits so it's just different and you should not treat everyone the same. And I've also learned that. And sometimes that's hard because when you are so used to people hurting you your entire life, whether that be relationships or friendships, you just automatically go into something thinking, okay, this person's going to hurt me. So let me just already have my guard up and already not be vulnerable with this person because, you know, such and such. But it's not right and you shouldn't be that way. However, easier said than done. Grieving friendships is a real thing, and I advise you to sit in it. Don't rush it. Don't pretend like you don't care because you do. This is somebody who meant a lot to you, and it's okay to grieve it. But also, don't let people walk all over you. Don't let those friendships, don't don't let history override loyalty and forgiveness because at the end of the day, you can totally forgive someone and still not allow them to be close to you to be able to hurt you again. And you've heard it from me, folks. This is Talisha, your host on the Quality Code Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And I'm going to talk to you on the next one.